Understanding the power of instincts, Carlette Hewitt's credible judgment has positioned her as a top connoisseur in business development and strategy. Coupled with her deep reservoir of experience and skill, her commitment to exceptional results is unwavering. As founder of the Purpoint Group, Carlette provides sound counsel to a wide range of clientele in the entertainment, medical, and lifestyle industries. During her illustrious 10-plus year career as an executive assistant until now, as the CEO of her own company, she is admired and praised for being the go-to individual with all the know-how. Her wide breadth of knowledge and resources makes it hard to consider anyone else. It is widely understood that Carlette can be trusted and relied on to get the job done and well. Over the course of her entire career, she has refined her instinctive ability to anticipate and interpret clients' needs and desired outcomes. In today's show, I sit down with special events producer and strategist Carlette Hewitt, and we have a conversation about her transition from corporate America to running her own company, how COVID has affected her business, why going the extra mile is important, and what it means to virtual school and be a CEO at the same time. Trust me, you don't want to miss this episode. Let's dive in. It's Natasha Toddy Weston, entrepreneur, content creator, and three times best-selling author. Let's scratch the titles. I'm just the girl next door. If you follow me on social media, you know I'm all about being an open book, bringing current events from the real world and my world to the table to give my sisters from other misters insight, wisdom, and real talk about life, business, and all that other ish. The reason I created Table Talk with Toddy is because I've spent the last decade mostly online talking to people, more specifically millennial women all around the world about the ups and downs that come with building a brand, being a mom, and having a personal life. And what I eventually realized was that we all have many of the same questions, curiosities, and challenges. So here we are. On the Table Talk with Toddy podcast, we'll laugh, we'll cry, and I'm pretty sure we'll be pouring it up together on many occasions. It's about time that you got a relatable, unapologetic view on life as a creative living in the 21st century. On this show, you'll hear from some of my close friends, family, and guests that I've learned a thing or two from over the last decade. Get ready for some ahas, mm-hmms, and yes, girls, because at this table, nothing, and I mean nothing, is off limits. Be sure to subscribe to the Table Talk with Toddy podcast right now on Apple Podcasts. And don't forget to leave a rating and review. So welcome to the show, Carlette. Thank you so much for taking time out of your super busy schedule. And if I could put super like 50 times, I probably would. But thank you for taking time out of your super busy schedule to hang out with us today. In our last episode, I went in a little bit on the importance of leveling up when it comes to the experiences that we, I feel, are all trying to create in the many spaces we're a part of both on and offline. But today I invited you here on this show because in my opinion, you are every industry's secret weapon. And you guys will find out why I say that later on in the show today. 
So for those of you listening, Carlette and I actually just met this year, 2020. She's been a supporter of my show, Toddy Tonight. And then we were connected a little bit deeper by my biz bestie, Candice, um, later on down the road. So I've had the pleasure of getting to watch Carlette in her element, both near and far. And let me just say, it's been nothing short of inspiring. But we can get inspiration from anywhere. So this is a different kind of inspiring. Carlette isn't one to just do things, you guys, on a normal level. In real life, not just for Instagram, she's <laughs> known for her ability and gift of executing everything her hand touches at very high levels. Um, and Carlette, I watch your stories on Instagram specifically, and the glimpse you give us of a day in your world is impressive to watch. How you juggle business, being a mom, and everything else in between, I'm sure it just takes a different level of faith and self-discipline. So today I want to chat about what it takes to go the extra mile and to consistently put ourselves in position to win on purpose, which is something that you live by. But before we dive really deep into the conversation, Carlette, please tell us just a little bit about yourself. Yay, thank you so much. I was like, oh, wait, she's talking about me? Yes. Um, thank you. Thank you. So um, Carlette Hewitt, uh, I'm a special events producer and a business strategist. I work with very senior executives, influencers, artists, and small business owners to basically amplify their messages and um, expand their brands. Um, I do this in a number of ways, right? So on the event side is one way, but then also looking at the inside of any operation and basically identifying all of the gaps. Um, this is my favorite thing to do. Um, I can see what you don't see. And I like to say I'm the secret weapon because I'm always able to identify blind spots. Mm -hmm. um, and that's pretty much who I am through and through. That's nice and short and sweet, you guys. She condensed it a whole lot, which I love. <laughs> so let's just go ahead and talk because I know you're super busy. So I really want to get into what I want the listeners to take away from um, today's show. So I was reading a recent feature highlighting you on xonicole.com. And you spoke about a time where you were working a job and they wanted you to like refill snacks or something along those lines. And at that moment, it kind of hit you that you were wearing a lot of different hats. So after reading this article, Carlette, it reminded me of my last breaking point in corporate America. You know, I was making really on this particular job. It was the most money I've ever made on a job. And I felt like I was the go-to person for everything from admin to marketing to Facebook funnels. I was doing everything. And it eventually felt like I was trying to price my value, but there was really a cap. It was really like I couldn't really make much more money where I was. So let's start our conversation off here because you eventually walked away from that job. And I believe there are many of our listeners who often find themselves wanting to walk away from the nine to five life. And you and I both know it's never that simple <laughs> and that the life that we live is a constant faith walk. So tell us about your transition really briefly from your 10 plus year career, I believe as an executive assistant to founding your own company, the Purpoint Group. Yeah, this is going to be a good conversation. So um, just quick recap. So I actually started my company in 2015 while on nine to five. Um, my career started, I started working on uh, a trading desk at JP Morgan Chase right out of college. I graduated at the height of the last recession and there were no jobs. So I originally wanted to be a probation officer. 
That was my dream. I wanted to be a probation officer. And then when I graduated with a bachelor's in criminal justice, there were no jobs. Nobody was hiring from a a state level, federal level period. And so the first opportunity I got was to work in asset management at JP Morgan. When I got that job, I was so excited. I'm like, oh my God, I'm going to be making $60,000 right out of college. This is going to be great. Um, Get that job, you know, managing high, um, high asset accounts, very, very high asset accounts. And then after being on the job for like maybe two months, they were like, hey, um, we have some clients coming in. Can you set the conference room? Can you get them some water? Can you? And I was just like, okay, sure. Right. Right? Because for me, I'm an all hands on kind of person, um, which can be a positive and a negative in many ways. But I am an all hands on. So I'm always willing to help, period. And so after being on that job for a couple of months, they were like, hey, we got another client coming. We need muffins. We need coffee. We need this. We need that. And I was like, "Uh, no. I quit. Yeah. That was the first job I ever quit. And then um, I got an opportunity to go work at a commercial real estate firm where I served as the executive assistant to the top broker. He's like the number one broker in New York um, in commercial real estate. And this was my favorite job. He was so amazing. And he trusted my vision in so many ways. So not only was I his EA, but I also, um, I'm licensed. I still am. I'm still licensed in commercial real estate in the state of New York. And um, he allowed me to really have the opportunity to go show space. He really trusted me just with everything. So I managed his personal life and his um, his business life as well, right? So from calendars to scheduling to travel, planning all of his really senior level events. And so uh, he allowed me to be creative and create like these really high level events for senior executives throughout the country. We would fly 50 executives up to like a private racetrack and just race um, Ferraris, Maseratis just for a day. Like it was insane. And so that was really like my first taste at events. Uh, throughout the course of that, I went on to work on the trading desk again, very C-level, C-suite positions. And I realized like, okay, why is everybody coming to me for all the solutions? Everybody got a problem. Right. And I seem to have all the answers. And I was like, all right, cool. I'm an asset, which is great. But then to your point, you mentioned uh, having a cap. I was capped. So I'm like, here I am. I was like 25. I'm making $100,000. 26. Here I am hundred thousand. I could never get over. I could never get over that cap. And really, and truly for anybody that's listening, a hundred thousand dollars in New York is really like $75,000. It's not that much. I promise. I mean, it is, it is a lot to some, but it's, it's really not that much. Right. And so I realized like, wait a minute, if I am of high value to these organizations and if I'm making them all look good, I think it's about time that I start to make myself look good. I think it's start about time that I start to put my shoulders up a little bit and, and let people know like, hey, I actually do know what I'm doing. I am a professional and I do have the solution to your problem. And so it was um, in 2015. I got a nudge in my spirit and the Holy Spirit was just like, anybody that knows me knows I'm a Christian. I reference the Holy Spirit a great deal. Um, And I was like, I got this nudge in my spirit. Like, this isn't for you. You can't do this anymore. And I was like, no, I'm making a hundred thousand dollars. I got to feed my son. (laughs) And I remember uh, the Holy Spirit like, well, do you trust them or do you trust me? And I was like, well, geez, that's hard. And so in 2019, I remember one day waking up and I was like, okay, that's it. I'm done. Like, I just felt, I felt that that last time when they asked me to get the water, that that last time when they asked me to organize the pantry, that last time I was like, yeah, my pantry at home doesn't even look like this. Yeah. I'm doing a great job here because this pantry looks excellent, right? Like everybody's happy. And then I go back home and I was like, this, this, I'm doing this backwards. Yeah. 
And I, I remember walking into the office and I remember I had my iPhone out and I was like, I was on Instagram live. And I remember saying like, Hey, just want to talk to you about something. And I remember I quit on Instagram. I quit. I was like, I'm just letting you guys know that um, I love it here. And I'm so optimistic. I was like, I just, I'm letting you guys know you guys are so fantastic and I love it here, but yeah, there's just more for me to do. And they were like, are you sure? Yeah. So what are you going to do? And I was like, yeah, I'm just going to go, um, I'm going to go build this thing. <laughs> wow, that is very interesting. So really, according to the date you just shared, you haven't been doing it full, full time for a long, long time, but you've been always in this element, even in corporate America, which is a beautiful thing, because I always like to tell people that the level that you execute on your nine to five translates when you run your own business, you have, Listen. you like, it, it's not like a light bulb who you are there you get to be 10 times that person when you're doing it on your own because everything is totally up to you so yeah. um thank you for sharing that story I mean I know a lot of your background but I know a lot of the listeners um I wanted you to share that in your own words because I think that's important to understand that you didn't just accumulate this set of skill set and this gift that you have you've had it over the entire course of your career so um I've witnessed some of the success you've experienced in literally just the last few months during the pandemic, especially in the virtual event space, which we all know is at an all-time high right now. And yeah. before we move on, congratulations, by the way, on- Thank you, thank you. Thank you so much. Your, um, <laughs> the recent production, the Keys to Black Growth Summit, that was beautiful. I watched Yay. the scenes and just in your element, and it was really um, an inspiring and beautiful thing to watch. So- Here's the thing, Carlette, not every entrepreneur has been able to pull through 2020, but you've managed, I know things are crazy behind the scenes, but you've managed to um, have consecutive wins, in my opinion. So I'm curious. Yeah. I know a lot of us business owners have had to pivot during this time. What is one area that you can identify where you've had to pivot um, during COVID-19? Yeah, I, I would say I pivoted 100%. Like my entire business model is completely flipped on its head because of COVID, right? Um, so prior to COVID, um, the Perpoint Group really focused on brand management. And so I would, I'm literally just like the voice and the brain to a lot of my clients. They come to me for consult. They would come to me and say, hey, I have an idea. How do I make this happen? And I'd be like, well, step one, step two, step 12, 13, and here it is. We're going to make it happen, right? Since COVID, that has changed a great deal with everything being virtual. I'll, I'll say this just to backtrack a little bit, right? Having transferable skills are so important during a time such as this, right? So being that I was the go-to person in corporate America, I have a number of transferable skills outside of just being able to manage a calendar, right? I can also build a website, <laughs> right? I can also put together a brochure on my own. I can also create a graphic. So being able to take those skill sets and really leverage them in this time has been um, the true win for me. Um, with respect to pivoting, uh, I think it's really important right now just for everybody to really take like a full assessment of write down a list of things that you offer. What do you bring to anybody's table, your own table? What do you bring to the table? What are you good at? And then who could use your skills? And then that's how I've been able to be successful in this season, just being able to transfer all of my skills. I hope I answered your question. No, that was definitely a good answer. Um, and you are really good at putting putting out fires. You put out a lot this week, actually. And again, having those transferable skills has allowed you to put out those fires. So I think that point in itself answered the question. And that can cover any type of industry that you may be in. So let's talk about your motto that I am obsessed with. 
yourself in position to win on purpose. Can you explain exactly what you're thinking, what your mindset is when you say that? And can you maybe share one or two areas that you say that you can say you've mastered that allows you to live by this? Yeah, it's it's the simplest thing in the world, but it's so profound, right? It's my red lipstick. It is my secret weapon, right? And so put yourself in positions to win on purpose. This is something that I coined years ago. Um, And the reason, it's really what the per point group is born out of. It's purpose pointing, right? Putting yourself in position, sitting up tall, letting people know that you exist. And so in corporate America, again, I come from the investment banking side, real estate side. It's very conservative. It's very, let's wear black all day long. I got a whole closet. That's nothing but black clothes, okay? Right. Like, and then I was like, okay, well, so here I am, uh, African-American woman, I'm sitting in this office, I am the admin, right? And so in that, in that sort of um, realm of, 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 of space, you are like the lowest on the totem pole, right? Even though you have probably the most value to the organization, they don't see you. They see you as, hi, pick up the phone. Hi, I'm here. How can I help you? What do you need? I'll get your water. I'll do this. I'll do that, whatever. But nobody sees you. And so put yourself in position really as well. Here we are. I got on black. She got on black. He got on black. We all wearing black. I'm lost in this sea. How can I, uh, how do I showcase myself? How do people see Carlette? How do people know that I exist in this world? And so I just started wearing red lipstick every day every day. And they were like, are you going somewhere? Why are you so dressed up? And I'm like, no, this is my, um, what I would say, uh, my red lipstick is my neutral. And so I would say, no, this is just my neutral. I wear red lipstick every day. And then I I would coin fresh red. So I have red lipstick, red nails. It was a thing. And so everybody would know, oh, that's the girl with the red lips. Like it became a thing. And then I started saying to myself, well, you got to stand up. They got to see you today. They got to know that you're not just the girl on the phone. You're not just the girl that's doing all the, the, the calendaring you have a contribution to this team just like everybody else I always would make it a point to speak in every meeting every single meeting where I was sitting and describing like taking the notes or whatever um, setting up the boards I always make sure everybody in that room knows my name hi I'm Carlette Hewitt nice to meet you Um, that's what put yourself in position means it means that nobody's gonna see you nobody's gonna know you if you don't put your shoulders up and you don't walk in with with confidence. Hi, I'm Natasha. This is what I do. Nice to meet you. And then you go take your seat. (laughs) Right. Wow. That's wow. So yeah, I definitely identify you with the red lipstick. You've got that in the bag for sure. Um, And so just, you know, something, it could really be that simple. I know when I first started out, I wore everything peplum. My dresses were peplum. My tops were peplum. And I think even now I love peplum tops. You do love peplum. I love peplum. So so I try to... I try to incorporate that in everything because that's genuinely, authentically my style. Um, And so the red lipstick is definitely you. And so even like just not even speaking in meetings, but asking questions, there are a lot of people that are scared to raise their hands and just ask a question. And the thing about it is most of the time, 10 other people in the room have the same question. They just don't have the confidence to raise their hands. That is so good. And so that that little key tip that you just shared, I pride myself on always finding a question. Yes. Nothing eats me. Like it grapes at me when I'm in a room and nobody has a question. I'm like, how could we have just sat through this presentation and nobody have anything to say? Yeah. Out of respect to the presenter, like somebody ask a question. You know what I mean? Yeah. I always find one. It could be the simplest little thing. It can be something I already know the answer to is that I know someone else in that room is thinking it, but they're just not confident enough to answer it. Exactly. And it's very important. And then when you've been on the other side, like, you know, I've spoken in front of crowds 
and you, you just imagine nobody having something to say when you're done talking. you kind of feel like did I not touch on this good yes. enough did I so I always like you said even if I know the answer I still ask a question because not only are you allowing um, the presenter or the person that's pouring into the crowd the opportunity to, to answer someone else's question but you stand out because they're like okay nobody else asked the question I uh -huh. to talk to that person after the meeting put yourself in position to win that's literally what it all goes back to exactly so you are the queen of that um i've seen you and then we'll move to the next point but i've seen you even in virtual events you know introducing yourself in the comments and just constantly talking to other people like i i take notes uh, Arlette is the queen of that, you guys. So um, I really wanted to talk about that because she lives by put yourself in position to win on purpose. So um, I feel like because there is so much noise online, there are a lot of entrepreneurs who become very complacent um, mm -hmm. in their performance. And I mean, I'm talking about individuals who've been in this space longer than you and I both have been in. And it's obvious that going the extra mile is the thing that separates you and your business from many and it is the it factor when people seek your expertise but can you share with us just very briefly why going the extra mile is important yeah uh, so the extra mile I hold it very near and dear to my heart uh it is so important to always be able to go that extra step right what differentiates your brand from somebody else is that you're going to offer that extra step of client service. I'm so big on service, right? How can I service this client better than XYZ company so that they come back, right? I think something that we don't talk about is um, the repetition of clients returning, like, right? Like if anybody could get a client one time, how can I keep them coming back? They're going to come back because they're going to say, well... Carlette does this. She did that. It's more of a personal thing. It's not just a one and done. I am huge on relationship. My entire business model, everything that I do is relationship building. You can get a, anybody could get a client one time. Yeah. Can you keep them? That's the secret. And um, you guys, by the way, she's not, I don't think you're doing it right now, but y'all follow her on Instagram, follow Carlette on Instagram, because every now and again, she does her Instagram TV um, called the extra mile, which is where I got this question from. And she just really shares the behind the scenes of the day to day what she's thinking. I'm telling you guys that in itself is pure value. So um, we'll share her information at the end of the show. But definitely, she is the perfect example of what it means to go the extra mile. Because I'm sure in your business and your day to day, there are a lot of things where you can just kind of turn your head and keep going. But you make sure that at the end of the day, your clients are taken care of and that they get to the end goal, even if you have to step in 10 times over. So that's yeah. very important. So Carlette, before we let you go, there are lots of moms who listen to the show. And I have to ask because we're both in this whole virtual schooling thing together. Oh gosh. <laughs> and I have to ask you with your crazy hectic schedule, um, how are things going as far as virtual schooling for you and your son? And have you yet found maybe a slight system that has helped to make both of y'all's day go by a little bit smoother? Yes, this is such a great question. This is my favorite question. And honestly, I really want, if you heard nothing that I said, I really want moms to, to pay attention to this, right? You got to do what works for you. So yeah. my son and I, my son is eight years old. He's in third grade. And let me tell you, third grade math <sighs> is like, what is this, right? It's a lot. And so for me, we do the coursework at night. Um, he and I have night school and that works for me. 
Uh, I'm a single mom. And I know like during the day when he's on his Zoom calls with his teachers and they're clicking links and they're doing all this different stuff, I just tell him like, take notes, do whatever you got to do. And then we shut the day down around seven. And typically these kids should be going to bed around that time. But in my household, we are just starting homework. Right. Because that is a time that I can give him my full attention. That is a time where my son can ask questions. I can go through it with him. I can understand what's going on to make sure that he doesn't fall behind. Right. Um, I think as a mom, personally, I can say I'm very hard on myself, but then I also have to remind myself every single decision that I make with my scheduling, everything that I do, it is for my son. And so I have to serve my clients during the daytime so that I can keep him happy all the other days. So if that means doing night school, then that's what we're going to do. Yeah. So I think it's important for mommies out there. Just do whatever works for you. Your sister might be doing something. Your girlfriend might be doing something else. That is not your household. Just do what works for you and your children. Exactly. I love it. That's like the best advice. Like she said, if I don't hear anything else, please hear that because we're all in transition. This has been, I remember the first week watching Carlette's story. story. People were like, do I need to send you some flowers? Do I need to, like, Like I'm literally feeling like I was going to jump off the ledge because it was a lot, you know, Carlette and I both, it's crazy. We both have, you know, small sons and um, we're both running our businesses full-time from home. And Mm -hmm. I don't know about you, Carlette, but I live in a small space. And so it's like, you know, he's in the room over there doing Zoom and, you know, <laughs> doing recess in the room. And I'm in here trying to conduct client calls and it's it just gets chaotic. And so that's the best piece of advice that anyone can take is to just do what works for you. So beautiful. Well, thank you, Carlette. I know you've got a lot to do. So we want to let you go. But I want to thank you so much for taking just a few minutes to chat with us today. Um, as usual, you dropped some gems and I know that you guys listening took a lot away. So before we let you go, let us know how we can stay connected with you. Um, do you have anything coming up? How can someone maybe get some one-on-one time with you? Just give us a little insight on that. Sure. So, um, there's always a lot going on. I have a lot going on, (laughs) but, um, you can connect with me at carlettehewitt.com, carlettehewitt on Instagram, carlettehewitt on Facebook. And every Friday, I typically open my calendar up for 45 minute virtual coffee chats, um, where I like to connect with other project managers, planners, and just anybody that's looking for more insight on a a project that's coming up. Um, and so you can schedule uh, a virtual coffee chat with me at carlettehewitt.com. Perfect. Beautiful. So you guys heard it there. I'll also post all of her website, social media in the description. Um, Don't forget you guys to share this episode with a friend, rate, subscribe, leave a review, um, and check out past episodes at tabletopwithtidy.com. And until the next episode, we will talk to you later.